0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast. For Tuesday, May 31st, U.S. equity futures are trading down modestly. So you have S&P futures down 14 points. That's about 33 basis points. The Dow futures are down the same percent. That is 108 points, also 33 basis points. Nasdaq futures are holding a bit better down 20 points. That's about 15 basis points. So down 15 to 30 basis points for U.S. equity futures. The major European indices are pulling back a about 30 to 50 basis points overall. That still has them up about 30 basis points a week today because they did rally yesterday, but they are pulling back a bit this morning. You are seeing outperformance in Europe today in autos um, along with consumer staples and energy, and you're seeing um, mild selling in some of the other big sectors. Autos are rallying because China came out today and cut taxes on certain categories of autos as that country continues to uh, roll out stimu- stimulus steps and then Unilever is rallying in Europe after Nelson Peltz joined the company's board. In Asia, you had gains in most major markets, including Hong Kong, mainland China, Taiwan and Korea. Um, Japan ended down about 30 to 50 basis points. So a few moving pieces this morning to go through. Out of China, newsfall remains bullish. So Shanghai is well on its way to reopening. Um, you know, COVID numbers in that city continue to improve. They've been lifting um, lockdown restrictions gradually over the last week or two, um, and a whole lot more is supposed to be lifted as of tomorrow. So certainly bullish, uh, ongoing positive developments in the uh, Shanghai COVID battle. And then Beijing is also making progress um, in its war against COVID. You've seen numbers trend down. And that city lifted some restrictions on Sunday. Um, you know, zero tolerance is going to be a risk. So, to the extent you do see flare-ups, um, you know, we could wake up one morning and come in, and, and the whole you know major city is shut down. Although I do think that the government will have to soften its its adherence to zero tolerance. I think there's been a shift in the perception of risks um, around the virus and in the economy. Whereas before. The government was um, adamant about how the virus was a much larger risk to, uh, you know, societal stability and, and the overall country. I think now they're much more balanced, um, given what happened with the economy over the last couple of months. Um, so, you know, no formal announcement out of China on that front, but that's just my own suspicion that you're going to have to see the government will be forced into, um, you know, just to soften its strict adherence to zero tolerance going forward. Um, You had Foxconn, which is Apple's largest global manufacturing partner, come out today and nudge up its outlook, citing improved supply chain conditions. So this follows last week. You had Volkswagen, Lenovo, Sony all talk about improved supply chain conditions. So now Foxconn, the fourth major global manufacturing firm to talk about improved supply chain conditions. I suspect this will be a big theme going forward for companies um, as China reopens. The China MBS PMIs for May hit. They were a bit better than feared. Um, but I think most people appreciate that, you know, April was an ugly month for data May will be a little bit better, but still, um, you know, still relatively disappointing. I think it's now the question of kind of in June, as the reopening process um, picks up steam, that's when you're going to start to see that um, start to flow through into the economic data. In Europe, you had um, a very hot German CPI number yesterday morning. The full Eurozone CPI number for May hit today. It too also overshot the street, although not by as much as the uh, German number did. So Europe is still grappling with um, you know, accelerating inflation. The ECB has been very clear about starting rate hikes on at the July 27th meeting. There is some chatter or speculation about whether or not they go 25 basis points to 50. It seems very unlikely they'll go 50 basis points. Um, you've had a a variety of different officials come out in the last couple of weeks talking about how 25 basis points will likely be the pace of rate increases, but you are looking at, um, so the Eurozone deposit rate is now negative 50 basis points and that will probably be, um, you know, a positive 25 to positive 50 basis points by the end of this year. So you're going to see a succession of rate increases out of the ECB. Um, but those inflation figures are weighing a little bit on sentiment out out of the Eurozone. You had Fed's Waller make hawkish comments yesterday uh, during a speech in Germany, although I don't really consider them to be um, you know, too dramatically different than the present narrative around US monetary policy. So you had the PCE on Friday, which again, confirms this theme that March was a peak in inflation. We're now in this disinflationary phase. The question is how intense it is going forward. Um, do you see the inflation figures drop enough to give the Fed comfort to perhaps dial back a tiny bit? So we know for sure we're going to get 50 basis points from the Fed on June 15th. Probably very likely another 50 basis points on July 27th. Um, you know, I think the odds of a pause on September 21st is relatively high. Um, then you have two final meetings for the year, and you probably could see 50 to 75 basis points um, over the course of those two meetings. So, definitely a mild, um, you know, reduction. I think in the intensity of Fed hikes. As inflation moves in the right direction, but clearly um, we're going to have to see more disinflation in the U.S. to, to um, you know, for the Fed to not talk expectations even tighter. Uh, so those are kind of the major themes and trends for this morning. You know, U.S. stocks are coming off a very strong rally. I wrote about how the market was in the the grip of a very negative feedback loop um, that. Likely broke last week, and now the ingredients of a positive feedback loop are feedback loop are in place, and I suspect that will continue now going forward. Um, for the calendar today, you have uh, really it's just earnings after the close, Salesforce, and then uh, HP are the big ones. Biden will be meeting with Powell today. It is very normal for presidents to meet with Fed chairs, so I don't really read much into this. I don't think there's anything happening. I don't think there's any big announcements. Um, I think this is kind of just a regular uh, routine meeting. Um, for the week on the macro front, you already had two of the three big events out of the way. So the China, MBS, PMI, Eurozone, CPI, those were out this morning. So the third major macro event left is the U.S. Jobs Report on Friday. And then otherwise, you just have um, a bunch more earnings to, uh, to keep an eye on for this week. And that is everything for today, Tuesday, May 31st. Thank you for listening.